Hey friends, it is Serena from the future and I'm just hopping on to do an intro for this episode because we did end up deciding to break this Q&A up into two parts because it was pretty long. So here's part two of our Q&A. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so what is your favorite Taylor merch you own? Oh my god. These are the hardest questions I've ever had in my whole life. So I have my answer. Mine is I have that white crew neck that says Taylor Swift and it has her in all her different eras and it's like up to lover. Oh yeah. I when I wanted that so bad and didn't get it when it went on sale and I was so sad. And then on Christmas morning I opened it and my mom got it. And Aww. I was just like so because my mom is like not the one to like get on and like she's like too busy like she doesn't have time to like get on the Taylor website and buy before it sells out kind of thing like she just doesn't have the time so the fact that she did that I was so excited and I love that sweatshirt oh I love I love that I own the original folklore cardigan same thing my mom got it for me for Christmas because it was something that I just I don't know I don't think I really wanted it but now that I have it I'm like really glad that I do it's exciting yeah I sold mine oh I like made the decision because I think it's the most uncomfortable it's so piece itchy. of clothing that I've ever owned. And I was like, I this is like literally sitting in my closet collecting dust. I'm never gonna wear it. Like I'm just gonna sell it. Yeah, and you know what? I we were texting when the um Speak Now merch dropped and she mm-hmm. did a cardigan and I was like, I don't care, I'm buying it, I'm buying it because I have no sell-. and I just didn't buy it because yeah. I really thought about it for a while. I, I just like, yeah, uh, one for the Speak Now I would never wear purple ever. Like I don't wear purple. Yeah. And I just they're uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I wish it was a soft sweater. Mm-hmm. I would love it. Yeah. Not- and I also didn't buy the red one or, like, the other two Evermore ones or whatever those were. So I'm like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I don't... Whatever. I mean, I do, for, like, sentimental reasons, wish I would have kept maybe the folklore one, but yeah. whatever. It is what it is. Whatevs. My favorite piece of clothing, though, that I do own from her is the Cruel Summer Crop Top tie-dye mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm. Which... One of my followers sold to me because I I think originally I didn't get it because I just like wasn't into buying merch like when Lover came out and then there was like another Lover drop and I was really wanting the Cruel Summer shirt to be in there and it just wasn't I don't know I was complaining about it on TikTok or something and someone messaged me and said oh like I have it in this size if you want it like I'll send it to you and it was the perfect size perfect. and I wear it all the time and I love that shirt love it God bless her I also have. A 1989 t-shirt from when I went to the tour. It's, like, probably the only old merch I have from the tour because you heard my red blanket story. Yeah. Rest in peace. So I love that t-shirt. I wear it all the time. It's so soft Mm. and, like, comfortable and, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, the one with, like, the Polaroid of our face with the black lining on the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I like that one, too. Um, the next question is, any plans for merch? And I think she means for us, which <laughs> I love that. Um, I think when I said that to Emily, she's like, yeah, when we hit 5,000 followers, we'll think about it. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? True. So if you want us to have merch, you need to share this podcast with your friends. <laughs> yeah. You need to get them listening. You need to get them so- Yes. following us on instagram because listen i we we both love doing this and i think it's a fun thing but it's also like i don't want to just do merch for the sake of having it i right. want it to be like 
something people actually want. Yeah, something people want. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a designer, and I have a ton of ideas for merch already, just naturally. So. So, yes, in the future. If you can get us there. If you, yes, if you can get us there. But if you let this flop, then no. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, but it's really up to really you if we have merch or not. And yeah. yes, I love it. If you want to buy Swifty merch, go to ekellydesign.store. <laughs> Amen. Oh, just kidding. Um, no, she's not kidding. Actually do it. Her merch is adorable and it's good quality. Thank so, you. I own many pieces really that I have too. bought with my own money. She doesn't just give me things. <laughs> so, yeah, buy it. Anyway, um, if you were a Taylor Swift album, which one would you be? Midnight's. My answer is Folklore. Mm. I feel like it fits my vibe pretty. Yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. And I, I like Midnight's it. for you, too. I think mm-hmm. it works well. Yeah. Um, I love that we both just had an instant answer yeah, to that one. Yeah, because I'm like... I- I've always thought I'm awake at night. Apparently, except for the nights that Taylor's performing on the West Coast. I can't stay freaking awake. But yeah, it's just all of the like anxieties and things that you think about at night. That's so relatable. That's yeah. so me. And like folklore, summer era, beach town vibes. Yeah, that's it just that's it you. fits it fits me. Yeah. Um, so if this one is funny, <laughs> and I think we're not gonna have a good answer because it's like off the cuff, but if each Taylor Swift album was a dessert, what would it be? And the only one I have an answer for right off the bat is Speak Now would be a wedding cake because... it's uh, a cop out. It's just, it's the answer. <laughs> like a super, like, frilly looking... Yeah, like, like you, when you think of, like, like an early 2000s wedding cake, yep. that is Speak Now. Yep. Okay, I can see that. What I was thinking <laughs> was a... Chocolate filled croissant for reputation. Okay, that's a, that's a thought. <laughs> I, I, I need to know. I need to know the thought process. Behind. I just. I think it looks so like. I I don't know. I'm just thinking. You bite into it, and it's just like so much better than you thought it was going to be. There it is, kind of thing. Yeah, that, that's a good answer. You know, I don't think it necessarily looks like a croissant. I, I think pair reputation with a croissant, right? But not aesthetically, but like. The experience mm. of eating a chocolate-filled croissant is the yes. experience of reputation. Or, like, a jelly donut. Or something filled with something that you're yeah. usually just like, no, I don't know. And then you eat it and you're like, actually, uh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. That's what I feel for reputation. I feel like debut is, like, classic chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Like, just yeah. simple, basic. Homemade. Homemade. From scratch. Yes. That's just, like, where we're at there. Yeah. With a nice glass of, um whiskey yeah i thought you were gonna say milk and i was gonna say no thank you like, no i was gonna say that too but then i was like i don't really like milk like that oh whiskey um moonshine tennessee moonshine red is getting uh, um i feel like red is giving ice cream because it's like got mm. a lot of like ice cream can go two ways for people like it's either like you're sad eating ice cream mm. or it's like this like fun summer thing to go do and like i feel like so red true. gives both of those vibes yeah okay totally yeah all right like a like a pumpkin flavored ice cream yeah because fall yes that's giving that's giving red <laughs> All right, so we need fear- fearless needs something. What are we giving fearless? Fearless is like, like um, oh my god, what are those things called? I'm never gonna be able to even think of a name for it. This is bad. 
Describe it. I, I can't. Like, it's like it's kind of like a pastry, but like, okay, no, we're not getting there. It's in okay. my head. I'll it's, see if it, I can think of it It's fine. If you, um, if you come out with it, let me know. Yeah. Mm. Something also just like very country. Country. Like, it's kind of giving me like... <laughs> Have you ever seen that dessert? It's like jello and like pretzels. It's like strawberry jello and pretzels. Ew. It's gross, but like maybe that. It's Ew. very country Don't the vibes. Pretzels get soggy? I would imagine, but Ew, Ew. I rebuke that. <laughs> I don't I, like me too, that. but um that's kind of maybe uh, where we could go with that. Or like a nice lemon bar. A lemon bar? Okay. I like that better. And aesthetically it matches. Yeah. Um Let's see. Lover? Lover? Oh, 1989, we also skipped two. Ugh. Jesus. There's okay, so this many is albums. harder than I thought this was going to be. I was like, oh, we'll just wing it while we're recording. So many albums and so many desserts. We are not winging it. <sighs> lover? Lover, 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 lover. I'm still I'm getting Chocolate cupcakes. covered strawberries. Oh. oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's giving Valentine. It's mm-hmm. giving love. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, 1989, I feel like, is like a sugar cookie vibe. Mm. Like decorated sugar cookies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's, uh, I don't have an explanation, but that's Sounds what it's, good it's, to me. It's, it's working for me. Mm. Midnights? I'm struggling. Can we just make a cup of coffee a dessert? I know. <laughs> like, affogato. Yeah, that's all true. Could be midnights. Yeah. Ice cream with espresso on top. Yeah. All right, we're giving that to Midnight's. Now we need folklore, and I give oh. folklore cinnamon buns. Ooh. Can they just both have cinnamon buns? Yeah, because they're the same now. It's the same thing. It's, it's part one and two. No. If you don't agree, yeah. you're wrong. Cinnamon buns are good. Wow, okay. You were a lot better at that than I was. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was a lot. <laughs> good question. <laughs> we're not taking criticism on our dessert album. <laughs> no. Commentary. Because we didn't want to think too hard about it. Um. <laughs> okay. This is... A loaded question. Are you ready? Uh, oh boy, here we go. We prepped for this one because we just had to. Yeah. Um, what is the one song from the set list you would replace and what would you replace it with? And if there's one thing about me and Emily, we can't pick just one. So we each <laughs> pick three. <laughs> it was psychotic. So, um, I'll go first. Okay. So, I would take out 22 and replace it with I Bet You Think About Me. Mm. And again, this is something I'm not taking criticism on. I Bet You Think About Me is one of my favorite Red songs. I don't care that it's a full track. I don't care that 22 is iconic. I've heard 22 live many times. I want it out, and I want I Bet You Think About Me. I again. love that, actually. Thank I love you. that idea. Thank you. I would be a little upset to lose the 22 hat. Well, actually, if 22 was never on the set list, we never would have known that she would have given the hat to somebody. And then it wouldn't have mattered. Then it wouldn't have mattered. That's so true. So, my next is Tolerate It. I'm taking out. I like mm. the song. I love the dramatic performance. Yeah. But the fact that Right Where You Left Me is not permanently on this set list is criminal. She can keep the table on the stage. And yes. Just take out yes. You can do the same dramatic vibe, but just with Right Where You Left Me. And I love Tolerate It. I think it's a great song. Mm. I'm glad I got to hear it live. And again, I love, I think it's a good song and it's even better with the dramatic performance. But Right Where You Left Me needs to be there. Mm. And my last one. Maybe controversial, I don't know. Mastermind, see ya. And you're on your own, kid. Okay. Okay. I like, again, I like Mastermind. 
but you're on your own, kid, not being on this album, or this tour. Criminal. Criminal. Yep. So that's my answers. And again, accepting no zero criticism. (laughs) You're not allowed to speak on our opinions, ever. Like, (laughs) um, no, that's, I really like those. I feel like you did a better job than I did at these. All right, well, I'll just start. Here we go. Okay, I'm replacing Lover, the song, Mm. with Cornelia Street. Okay. Yeah. It's a respectable change. That's always been my, like, number one. I just don't like the song Lover that much. Yeah, I like it. So I like it that it's on the set list, yeah. but it makes sense that it's on there. So whatever. But that's yeah. that's just nope. mine. I I think that's a good that's mm-hmm. a good replacement. I'm also taking out wildest dreams. Okay, and I'm replacing it with you are in love. There we disagree. But you know what? <laughs> I I know that you love wildest dreams. I do. I would rather I, see blank space taken out than wildest uh, dreams. Mm, yeah. Eh. Okay. I just think we need a deep cut in the blanks and the blanks in the nineteen eighty nine era. I agree. Just need some. And I, you are in love is such a huge fan fave too. I love that song. And so. I just think it would be a nice like slowdown moment too mm-hmm. for that. I agree. And lastly, you are allowed to tear me apart for this. I don't care. I don't care. I'm taking out all too well ten minute version. I'm discarding it. It's out. And I'm replacing it. I decided, made the executive decision that I'm replacing it with three songs because it's literally ten minutes long. So I'm replacing it with short, all too well. Okay. Treacherous. Okay. Of course. Duh. And then I'm adding another one to 1989, and I'm doing new romantics. That's a good. Cho- those are that's good choices. Thank I respect that. The only th- I think it's funny that neither of us did this, but this is something I do have a slight issue with. I'm sad there's not a permanent debut. Yeah. Oh, Moment. I'm shocked neither of us added yeah, one. Yeah, neither of us added a debut. I need to think I, and about it. it's not because I'm not sad about it because debut is my favorite album by any stretch. I'm sad about it because it's like, what is the era's tour without where we started? Yeah, it just feels like it belongs. Yeah. But. So even if it was just literally our song, our song. Picture to Bear, like, any, like whatever. Any of them. Like, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Just. One, yeah. I would be fine with, but whatever. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Next would be, what is your favorite album? Folklore. Oh, that was the question. What's yeah. your favorite album? Yeah. Lover. Like Lover. when I mathematically ranked, did we do an episode about mathematical rankings? No, we didn't. Because I think we needed more time to think about our actual ranking. Or okay. I needed more time. Okay, so we're gonna do an episode about that. So I'll not give away yeah. the goods now. But Folklore is my answer. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lover. Okay. Um, Top three surprise song pairs. And again, we don't follow the rules, so we both picked four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my number one, personally... Well, you ranked them? Well, it's only ranked number one, and then the rest is even. Oh, got it. So my number one is Getaway Car and Maroon, because I was there. And (sighs) I was with the kids. We've talked about the story, and like... That song, Getaway Car, is, like, one of my, like, songs with them. So just, like, that, just, that's why it's number one, is for the sentimental value. You can have that, yeah. The rest of them, and I don't think it's, like, technically the best one. Mm. But just for me Mm -hmm. and my life, it's my favorite. Next would be Dress in Exile. And not next, like, Mm -hmm. ranking number two, but just, like, next on what I wrote down. Still fresh, too. Um... I just can't get over that performance of Exile, and I just... Yeah. Yeah. And then... Right where you left me. <laughs> Castle's Crumbling. Castle's Crumbling isn't, like, 
statistically my favorite, but Right Where You Left Me is so high up there that it had to be, like... That combo was kind of insane. I do love both of those songs. And then my last one is The Great War and You're On Your Own Kid. Mm, That's one of mine, too. Because The Great War is, like, my favorite song. I love The Great War so much. Yeah. The line, there's somewhere in the haze, I got a sense of been betrayed. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Excruciating. That's my number one. The Great War and You're On Your Own Kid. That was... Actually devastating, and that was so early on so in early the on. tour that yep. I was like, "Holy crap!" I was not ready for that yep. at all. Um, <sighs> my number two, I think this happened in the same weekend because it like took me out. Cowboy like me and White Horse. White Horse isn't necessarily like my absolute favorite song of all time. I really do love it, but the combination with Cowboy like me being one of my favorite songs, I think, was just so insane. That combo is like. One of the ones where you're like, you are just a not real human. Yep. A like, mastermind. Truly. Truly. Yep. Um, another one of mine is The Other Side of the Door and Coney Island. I love both of the songs. Coney Island is like one of my like top, yep. top, top tops. Yep, like, yep, love, yep. Love, love, love. I just, they went great together. I think they're both just underrated. Amazing. Whoever got those is so lucky. Yeah. Um, and lastly, but most definitely not leastly, I have Mirrorball and Tim McGraw from opening night. Only because, one, I was there. Two, it's super underrated. We don't talk about it anymore because it didn't feel like a surprise because it was opening night. Three, singing the first song you ever put out on opening night and also the song that you wrote about not being able to perform is just, like, (sighs) does something to me. Yeah. That's a really solid choice. I like that. Yeah. That was, like, what, what I, con- I contemplated putting that one on my list, so. Yeah. Love. Okay. And now we're going to hit the direct opposite. What was, who do you think lost? <laughs> who got the least, the worst, the worst <clears throat> of the worst? And again, we picked two because we just simply can't. Oh, I picked one. Oh, well, I picked two because <laughs> I simply can't. I just pick, pick one. Um, so I put A Place in the, This World and today it was fairy tale. Got it. Okay. And sure. a close tie for me was This Is Me Trying in State of Grace. Mm, which I also saw. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing when she introed the This Is Me Trying, she's like, I just feel like everyone in this room is really trying. <laughs> we were like, yeah, LOL. Yeah, we are, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah. Like, basically. we put in so much effort to be here, so much effort into the fit, so much effort into the everything. Yep. So, yeah, we are trying, Tay. We're trying hard. So hard, yeah. Um... Anyway, um, what's your... Who lost for... For me, I said... Welcome to New York and clean. Period. Uh, and they were trying to act excited about it, but... Uh, no, they're like, actually, I love... I love New York. I love clean. Which clean is fine. I don't know. Clean... I know it's a huge fan fave. It's, it's not, not one of my fine. favorites, either. No, it's not up there for me. And the fact that she's already played it twice, I feel like... Uh, Sorry. I don't want to add to this, like, discourse about the surprise songs where people seem ungrateful or, like, annoyed that she's playing songs twice or whatever. Like, I don't want to come off like that. I don't care. I think it's great that she's playing songs that are, like, popular twice because more people get to hear them. Whatever. Right. But, I don't know. Yeah, Welcome to New York and Clean was just not... That's not it. No. I was okay to miss that. Because it, it was in our state, New Jersey. I, I was... Like, whatever. When I... I went to MetLife Night 1. And I was just like, 
I fully accepted the fact that we were getting Welcome to New York that night. Like, I was just like, it just is what it is. Like, there's no... Because I think, too, at that point, nobody expected Welcome to New York on night three. Right. Because they were like, oh, the time has passed. Right. So I was just like, it's fine. Like, I just know I'm getting this. It's not a favorite, but... Whatever. And then when I did it, I was like, hey, Matt, (laughs) Um, I would like to thank not only God, but Jesus and Taylor Swift (laughs) for um, saving me from that. So true. Um, So, next question. What... Sorry, there's some repeats, so... (laughs) Okay, do you think anything about the tour will change when it goes international? No. I think no, but I do think when Haley Williams is with her, we'll sing Castles Crumbling. Yeah. I mean, just like, because, like, statistically, mm-hmm. she's done that. Like, she did it with the. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe and, Bridgers and, Heim and with Heim. Yeah. So I think, she, like. That, it makes sense. It, yeah. Like, I, what do you mean by, like, will things change? Like, the whole set list is not going to change. The stage no, is not going to change. No. Her outfits might change. Maybe she yeah, maybe some new outfits, some but new outfits. that I think would be the furthest extent of changing to me would be yeah. new outfits. And I do think like like I said, when Haley's there, she'll perform with her. Yeah. That's other I'm interested to see if people are going to be live streaming hmm. in other countries like they have been in the US. Yeah. I feel like kind of now. I think it's good the hype is gonna fall off a little bit. I think us. so too. Yeah. And I think like I just don't think, especially, like, Europeans, like, I don't think they care to, like, mm. like, for the love of God, there's still tickets for London to buy because Europeans won't spend that much money on them. And they're so smart for that. And, they're and so like, real they're just that. smarter than us. Yeah. Truly. And I just think that they're gonna, like... It's true. The concert culture is so different over there. It's so different over there, and I feel like their lifestyle is just more about, like, experiencing things, so they're just gonna want to, like, experience it and not have, spend... Like, obsessive personalities like we do. Yeah. And, they're like, I just don't see them, like, I feel like their mindset is going to be, like, I paid money to watch the concert and not live stream it for somebody else. Yeah. Which, truly, that's my my mindset. Like, I appreciate being able to watch Mm -hmm. it on live stream, and I love that people are doing it, but I just don't think it's going to be as much of a thing when it goes international. No, and I'm I'm honestly looking forward to just waking up in the morning and seeing what songs she played. Me too. Or just, like, finding out throughout the day, whatever And not feeling, like, FOMO. Because, honestly, the past couple of shows when she's been in California and I haven't been awake, I've just been waking up to Twitter and being like, oh, she played our song. Whereas, like, it yeah. would have devastated me if I was watching the night before. I could... It's it's almost freeing yeah. to just be like, oh, that's what she played. I felt that way when she was in Santa Clara. I didn't watch any of the live streams. And honestly, the only reason I'm watching live streams now is because I watched night one of LA because, like, there was a possibility something was going to happen. Yeah. Then I happened to be up for night two. I didn't watch night three. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. And then I happened to be up last night. Like, I'm not staying up tonight, but I will be staying up tomorrow night. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Somebody asked where you find live streams. I swear I look for so long and can never find them. So, I have two tips here. One, there's a Twitch stream called Folkloric. And they, what they do is they pull TikTok live streams. And they just, like, find the best ones. They're honestly a scene for that. Um, and they... There's, like, usually three visuals up, but they only, they pick, like, the best audio. Yeah. So that's, like, my usual go-to. It's pretty consistent. And, again, they're pulling from people's TikToks, so it's, like, they always have somebody's up. Also, there's a Twitter. It's called Aristor Live, and they tweet out mm-hmm. accounts that are going live. That's good to know. So you have both of those resources yeah. available to you. Um, 
And they are how I found the folkloric Twitch stream. And there's also another Twitch stream that does the same thing, but I forget what it's called. Hmm. I don't know. But there's, hmm. but Eris Tour Live will, they tweet the Twitch streams and like just Instagram and TikTok accounts that are going live. So, yeah. Love that. Um, what is your favorite friendship bracelet you got at Eris? Okay, I um I didn't make friendship bracelets because well one I was going to like the first night and I just simply didn't have time. And I also just like didn't know. I don't think we really knew at that it was time really if it was going to be a thing. I was yeah, I don't think it was really a thing for yeah, the first show. I was like a little scared. I didn't want to make a bunch and then not hit. Also, I have like terrible social anxiety, so I didn't want to go up to people. Um but there so I did make stickers though because I I'm a designer first and would rather design stickers. So I made stickers with a bracelet on it. And I just thought, like, you know, if someone wants to come up to me for a bracelet, I'll hand them a sticker. Hopefully that's a good enough trade, whatever. Um, there were a couple people, which was very, very sweet, on the first night who followed me on TikTok and had asked if they could come, like, bring me a bracelet because they, like, made one for me specifically because they know I like the album Lover. And that was really sweet. And so I do have a bunch of, like, Lover and Midnight's bracelets that people made me, mm. um, which I love. And they're sitting with my other Irish store stuff that I have to frame. But, yeah. Yeah, so I did make bracelets, but I liked them so much that I didn't want to trade them. <laughs> so I just wore my bracelets and I didn't really trade. I had, like, a couple people just give me bracelets, but I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even remember really what they were to yeah. pick a favorite. I still yeah. have them, but, like, I liked the ones that I made so much that I wanted <laughs> to keep them. It's so real. But I will say it was really fun with the kids because I made them a few when we went and they were like trading with people, which was really sweet. And they were like so brave, like going up to people like, hi, do you want to trade bracelets? And I just thought that was like Aww, really cute and sweet. I love that little bonding moment. So, and they were like, everyone was so sweet to them. And like multiple people were like, oh, keep your bracelet. Like we'll give you, just give Aww, you one. That's so nice. So it was really, it was really cute. People are so nice. I do have a little bit of FOMO though. Like sometimes I'll see people post like really cool ones they made and I'm like, I just want to make bracelets. So if I go to another show, I think I'm going to make bracelets this time. It's fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, like, me and my friend Skylar made some of ours together, so it was, like, fun to sit here and make them together. It's yeah. just, like, a fun thing. Yeah. Um, then somebody said, favorite era performance. Like, which, like, on the tour. Like, which is your favorite era? Um, it's a tie between Lover and Midnight's, I think. I think mine is a tie between... L <laughs> I love Lover. I love Folklore. I love, like, the cabin. I think it's really cute, but I also love the Midnight set. Yeah. I don't know. I love it all. I know. It's I just hard. love the Eras tour. I think that Lover and Midnight's, they open and close the show really, really well, <sighs> and the visuals for those are really good. I really like how she laid it out. Yeah. Like, the layout of the tour, I think, is chef's kiss. Yeah. Anyway, next question. Um, do you remember, do you remember I'd Lie? It was out long enough for me to have learned on guitar at 15. Girl, do we remember I'd Lie? Of course. Be so for real. Yeah, of course. That was like, yeah. That was in the era of being a Taylor Swift fan, but only having one album to, like, listen to and yep. desperately scouring the internet for more for something unreleased else. stuff. Yeah. Just for something. Something. Give me something more. Yes. 
And so I was obsessed with all of the unreleased songs, especially I'd Lie. We all lime-wired it right to our iPods. Yep. Like, of course. Ugh, what a time. Great song. And then this is the last one. It says, not a question, but my friends and I waited for a pod like this. Thank you so much. Aww. Which I'll cry right now. I'll cry too. I hope you're listening with your friends because we're Me all too. friends here. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, that's... That's that's that on that. Thank you. That's the questions. Um, if this got broken into two parts, well, I guess I'll have to film an outro for the other part, which is fine. <laughs> I, I can do so. that. But thank you so much for listening. We'll have to see how long this is. If it's really long, it'll be two parts. If it's not that long, then it'll be one. Amazing. So you'll find out when we find out. Period. Um, Love but... Leave. Thank you. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. Leave a review. Follow us on Instagram. Because if you want merch, you got to get to 15,000 followers. Oh, you, five said five. <laughs> you said five. Make it 15. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. only when we hit a million. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm just kidding. Didn't stop. Stop.